0: Hey guys, welcome to Houndwave. I'm here with Teddy Conover for the first time ever. We are talking golf, and this coming weekend, we've got the Ryder Cup. Teddy, let's take this one away from me.
1: All right. Well, the Ryder Cup really is one of the best team events in all of sports. I find that, uh, you know, the European and American sides always get so hyped up. You see players like Tiger, who's you know, normally, or at least has normally been a, a quiet guy getting super hyped up, going nuts over three-foot putts that he makes. So it's one of the most entertaining scenes in all of golf and really all of sports. The fans love it. The players adore it. And uh, let's get ready for a crazy weekend.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, now, the United States very, very, very rarely wins in Europe. And it's amazing. It's, it's ama- been over 25 years since yeah, this last happened. it's amazing. And I think this may possibly be the year. Now, the United States is supporting is, is sporting the best team that. They have seen in a very long time. Uh, I'm just gonna read it out to you. Um, We got Bryson.
1: Let's go go by player.
0: Okay. Okay. So, well, let's go by every two play. So we got Bryson DeChambeau and Tony Finau coming in as captains' picks.
1: Yes. So they've had solid seasons this year. Bryson obviously winning the first two events of the FedEx Cup playoffs, and Tony Finau uh, going in the last pairing of the U.S. Open at Shinnecock Hills. Bryson, I think, can play solid golf. Obviously, during the alternate shot on uh, Friday afternoon and Saturday morning excuse me, uh, Bryson's going to be excellent in those kind of short around the green shots, and especially with his approach shots. And I think that Tony Finau is really one of the better all-around players in the entire world. He reminds me of kind of a Tommy Fleetwood. He hits the ball a long way, even without his physical stature, and he's kind of solid all-around throughout his game.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, Bryson DeChambeau kind of ended his season. He didn't do too well in the Tour Championship, Um, but definitely, definitely he had a great beginning to the playoffs there. Uh Tony Finau, I think is just a good overall golfer and I think he'll be a threat for the United States to use. Um so next we got Ricky Fowler and Dustin Johnson, two of the one of the best players in the world, obviously. Um I'm not really sure how they're gonna fare in the Ryder Cup, you know. Uh Dustin Johnson and has played well in Europe over the years, playing well in the British Open. Not sure about Ricky Fowler, though.
1: You know, I, I agree with your skepticism. Well, Ricky and Dustin are great players and deserve all their credit. I feel like them as a pairing is almost, you know, too relaxed. They, I, I feel like Ricky's an, an excellent player. I'm not sure how he's done in the Ryder Cup, but Dustin just seems more of a tournament player than a than a match play guy. And uh, I think that Ricky and Dustin as a team might might let us down a little bit. Uh, you know, during Sunday Sunday singles, I, I could see Dustin losing to an Ian Poulter type guy who's just a little more passionate getting those putts in. Dustin, obviously, not a clutch putter, as we know. 2015 U.S. Open. This year's U.S. Open especially, wow, had that three-shot lead after the second day and really let that slip. But uh, I, I say DeChambeau and Finau could be a, a better, at least Ryder cup pairing than Fowler and Johnson.
0: Yeah, um, I yeah I agree. I already talked about that. Um, so next we got Brooks Kepka and Phil Mickelson. Teddy, I'll let you talk about this in a little bit. But Phil Mickelson's coming in as a captain's pick. Um, I'm not really sure if I like that. You know, I think he's very – I think he's one of the greatest – U.S. golfers of all time, but he just doesn't have that spark anymore that he usually has had. Now Brooks Kepka, on the other hand, is probably the guy who can drive the, the ball the farthest on his team. He's an amazing golfer. He had a great season this year, winning two majors. Um, but I'm really uncertain about Phil Mickelson. I'm not sure he's going to be playing that much.
1: Uh, it's interesting that you say that. You know, I, I, Brooks Kepka this year it's been the it's been the year of Brooks. You saw him in the final year, the final day at Shinnecock. Excuse me. He was playing his best golf with that 60 68 I believe. He held a 61 foot putt on the 14th hole actually on on Saturday um to get into the second to last pairing which was just a, it was an unbelievable tournament and really an unbelievable year for Brooks but I think that Phil has a lot of competitive spirit left in him. He lives for these kind of huge competitive pressure situations. So that's an interesting uh interesting two players there but I agree that Phil Phil might not be playing a ton in in the kind of uh in the kind of four ball and um sorry, four ball and alternate shot groupings, but he he should be playing on Sun oh sorry, all twelve players play on Sunday, but on Sunday I, I think Phil pulls out a win in the Sunday singles.
0: Yeah, yeah um yeah, I'm not sure about that. Um so next next to we got Patrick Reed, my guy. I think he's the best player on this team for me. the for the Ryder Cup. No. Not the best. Teddy, what are you talking about? He has a 66%, 66, 66% of the time. He gets full one point. That is amazing.
1: This this Ryder Cup, Patrick Reed is going to be so overhyped, and you're going to get a guy like Henrik Stenson coming in and literally beating him. I, I don't want to see it, but maybe 5-4 and four or something. Uh, Patrick Reed is, you know, he won the Masters this year. As hard as I was rooting against him, I really loved that final round by Jordan Spieth, uh, which we'll get to in a second. But Webb Simpson, very – Interesting thought for the Ryder Cup. He's kind of that short driver like Seve and Olaf Olsov- and Olsov- that can really get you around the greens. He's got an excellent, excellent putting game, and uh, I think he'll be interesting for birdies. Uh, birdies daily. Sorry about that. And Patrick Reed and Webb Simpson as a pairing could be an interesting, uh, interesting play during four balls.
0: Yeah, um, not my guy, but your guy. I know. I love him. Um, so next you have Jordan Spieth, who's kind of Actually, Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, who aren't having as good as as good a year as they did the year prior. Um, Jordan Spieth had a down year, and I think everybody knows it. Um, and Justin Thomas, you know, he's still playing good golf, won a couple of tournaments here and there, but didn't live up to that all all the hype, all the hype I that he was. Say,
1: I, I don't know if I can say that. Did Jordan Spieth win a tournament this year?
0: No, I really don't think he did. I I don't think he. He did not play well this year. Um, I mean, we
1: should be a little bit more knowledgeable as uh, as podcasters, but I I I know Justin Thomas um, won two tournaments at the very beginning of the year, but Jordan Spieth really letting us down after his electric British Open win in 2017, birdieing uh, the thir- 14th, 15th, eagling the sorry, eagling the 15th, birdieing the 16th and 17th holes, which was un- just unbelievable. He's kind of fallen off. I mean, I haven't seen much of him over the past year and change. But Justin Thomas, I think, is going to be solid. And Jordan, really, if he's putting well with that Scotty Cameron putter that he's got, I think that he uh, he's always a threat. You know, solid off the tee, great iron player. Doesn't get enough credit for his short game that he really has. But him and Justin, lifelong friends, could be a great team.
0: Yeah, um, and the next two guys, we got Bubba Watson, Tiger and, Woods. And, and
1: who's our last player there? Who do you see? Tiger
0: Woods, who was coming off his first tournament win in five years. That is right. Five years.
1: We could have done a podcast on just the tour championship. Oh my
0: God. Tiger. I, I cannot tell you how happy I was when Tiger won. I think that I, I really think that Tiger is going to come back. I think he's going to win the masters next year. That's my hot wow. take here.
1: That's, that's a hot take. So really when I was watching the tour championship, which I, what I noticed was that especially on Thursday and Saturday, he shot those two sixty fives. He seemed to be playing a different golf course. He was hitting great drives. I mean, 12 or 14 fairways, like it was no, nobody's business hitting the greens and and often making those birdie putts. He shot 30 on the front nine oh, yeah. on Saturday morning, which was pretty unbelievable. And and the way he finished out with that par on the 18th hole with, you know, what looked like almost a million people. I know it wasn't that many, but just thousands of people cascading around the green. It was an emotional time for him and you know, a pretty emotional time for me. I am gonna be honest. I was holding back some some tears really and it was a pretty amazing sight to see that hadn't happened in five years.
0: Yeah, um, definitely. Um Tiger God, I, I I love him. He's gonna make Sundays great again. Um, <laughs> um yeah, I, I think he but now we're talking about the Ryder Cup. Tiger Woods has never done that great in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, I, honestly I'm not I, I
1: I've I've heard that. He's great weirdly in presidents' cups against the rest of the world, but I don't think he's known particularly for his Ryder Cup prowess, but I think uh, I think on Friday through Sunday he's gonna he's gonna show himself a little bit and show Phil Mickelson why he shouldn't have bet the, those ten oh, million yeah. dollars in the late November.
0: All right, Teddy. Now we're running out of time here, so we're gonna look on Team Europe and who is your one standout player? Or actually, sorry, two standout players. Uh,
1: you know, I like how Thomas Bjorn's the captain. That Danish guy is gonna be holding down the fort, but. Honestly, I see him right there. Tommy Fleetwood, just an overall stud. He's really played well this entire year, played well at the Tour Championship, played well at the U.S. Open, played well throughout. I think this European-style course with narrow fairways, thick rough, and kind of slow greens suits his game perfectly. And, uh, and besides that, Rory, Rory and Patrick Reed, we hope to see a rematch. And I see that captain's pick. Ian Poulter, he has devastated the United States, especially in 2012 at Medina. His devilish face going after he made each putt. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. And uh, John Rahm and Justin Rose are my final two to talk about. John Rahm seems like he is built for the Ryder Cup. He's an excellent player, really social guy, excellent, excellent golfer. Obviously, hits the ball a tremendous distance and puts really well. His uh, him and Justin Rose, if they were a team together. That's a formidable duo. Those are two of the best players in the entire world playing together. Uh, And
0: that's really all I have to say. Taylor, anything else? Um, Yeah, I'm just going to take my two standout players. I'm just going to talk in general. Team Europe always does not look as good. I was about to say that. Yeah, I I agree.
1: They look a little more obscure to me.
0: Like you look at this team and it's just full of these guys who are just You know, you know they're
1: built for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally do. Alex Noren, he's real. He's like sneaky, very good. Yes.
0: Um. Now, my two style players are, as you said, Ian Poulter, who is one of the best Ryder Cup players of all time, and my other one is going to be Justin Rose, who is very hot right now, coming off the FedEx Cup. um, As much as
1: I I didn't want to, that shot in the 18th hole for me, for Justin Rose, how it kind of bounced up on the green. it seemed like his destiny, but I wish Tiger won. Yeah, the I, I really time, do, I'm too. Being honest. I
0: really did too. Um, yeah, but I I love Justin Rose in this tournament. I think I can see him winning every day. Um, and you see people like John Rahm. he's very just strong golfer. Um, but,
1: but then you see people like Molinari, Theorborn Olson and and you know Terrell Hatton. They just don't strike me with a lot of, you know, a lot of oomph. But I think... Yeah, but that's the Ryder Cup. That's what the Europeans do. Yeah. And with the course set up how they like it, they're the home team. They're allowed to set up the course how they want. So they get these narrow fairways, very thick, rough. And they're going to try to let us, you know, uh, us Americans don't hit the ball very straight. You know, we're sporadic with it. Dustin Johnson, you know, he might hit it 330 yards, but he can hit it 40 yards offline. And and he's going to pay for that in a way that he rarely
0: does. Yeah. So uh, just to wrap it up in this last minute here, um, I'm going to go with Team Europe here. I just think they... They, their obscurity is just really, really hitting my heart. John Rahm,
1: I saw, made a great comment yesterday uh, that was, the Americans don't play in Europe nearly as often as the Europeans play in America. I, I want everyone to think about that. Those those European tours that these players have been on, Thorborn Olsen and Tyrell Hatton, they know Europe better than the Americans do. And uh, I agree. I think Team Europe's going to wrap it up again.
0: All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to this first um first golf episode, Um, we may do another one of these, like talking about the Ryder Cup and the preview the 2018-19 season. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Um, Listen to our other podcast. We had uh, just the soccer guys come in here and talk about the Premier League. Should have the NFL Week 3 analysis. Week week 4. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my bad. Um, Yeah, so um, me and Teddy are loving this. um, So we'll see you next week. All right, signing off for now. Thanks.